sorry, now I just have Father Abraham in my head. I know, me too. Father Abraham had many, many sons. sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. Abraham. I'm one of them. That's called an Easter egg. you. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're super glad uh, that you are here. Um, yeah, we'll do a couple quick things just before we jump into today's topic. One, if you're not following us, please uh, go ahead and follow us on the socials at the Matt and Fiona Show. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, as well as the podcast channels um, on your favorite podcast platform. Um, and yeah, that's, oh, one more thing. We're oh. working towards, uh, doing an ask me anything type question uh, and answer, yes. uh, episode. So we have some questions, but we'd like to get a couple more. So if you got some, please, uh, send them in, send us a message, a DM and email, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. all of the things. And, uh, we'll, we'll put that together, but Let's jump right in yes. to our episode on Father Abraham. Yes. And and anybody who's grown up in church or been around kids knows the song. Knows the song. And every time I hear Father Abraham. Or Abraham. <laughs> I just hear the song. So if you heard the song too in your head, that's Or at the intro, because I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to cut oh, for the intro. Probably. Yep. Okay. That'll be the intro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it may be stuck in your head because um, it is stuck in mine. Yes. Mm-hmm. <coughs> All right. How do you want to start this off? Um, well, I guess, I mean, I'll start. So okay. um, <clears throat> the past, I don't know, I guess four or five weeks in kids' church, the kids have been studying. Um, at this point, um, Abram and Sarai, who become Abraham and Sarah. And it's just gotten us kind of... It's chatting. chatting, chatting, like as things usually do. Um, but going through it, building the curriculum, studying it, um, and setting it up for kids' church—it's just—I've taken a deeper dive into the story, and I've You've taken a really deep dive. I've taken a, <laughs> taken a really deep dive into the story of Abram, um, or Abraham, and it just kind of got us talking about. Him and his life. Yes. And how many parallels, I guess, there are to today, Um, which, I mean, that is kind of what the Bible is there for, right? Yeah. So that we can pick up from those stories and kind of relate it back to us. Everything, Mm -hmm. when you look at it, is relatable. Um, But I guess one of the things, real briefly, um, kind of last week when I was going through the kids... um, after looking at the journey of mm-hmm. Abraham, because um, last week was in Children's Church was when he eventually fulfilled the promise and became Abraham, and the Lord changed his name. Mm-hmm. But through his whole journey, his journey from when his prom- when God gave him the promise of you know having all these descendants um, and take basically having the land, having all the yeah. land from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Um, there was like a 24 year period mm-hmm. and going through the journey of it, you know, Abraham and Sarah, they're in Hebrews in the faith hall of fame. Um, 
about their great faith, which they definitely had. But sometimes I guess the part that gets overlooked is that through that journey, it also shows where Abram screwed up. Um, He, the Lord told him to do something. And although he listened, he didn't listen fully. Um, You know, he took Lot with him, which he wasn't supposed to do when he was supposed to leave, which later on caused problems, which, you know, um, God knew was going to happen. So he listened, but he only partly listened to God um, in that, you know, he was 75 years old when the promise was given to him. His promises weren't fulfilled till he was 99 years old. But through, through all that, what we started talking about is, you know, looking at the walk of many Christians Mm -hmm. and so often, sometimes it gets, I don't want to say frustrating, but some hurtful, whatever the word you throw, whatever word you want into. But when you watch the lives of believers Mm -hmm. and they fall and they stumble Sometimes, you know, you can look at them and be like, man, they should know, they really should know better. And sometimes, and many times they probably should. Well, heck, even when, when you stumble yourself yeah, and you do yes. the, oh my gosh, I, I know better than this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cause we do, we all stumble, but you know, just looking at certain people, you know, and you think, well, they should be getting into that. And you know, you know, they don't want it cause they're, they do have a heart for the Lord and it's like, man, how could they how could they get that so wrong? And then I was just looking at this life and story of Abram and I'm like, how many things did he get wrong along the way that you're you know, you could look at it and be like, man, how how did he get that wrong? I mean, the Lord was so clear with him. Well, and what's crazy when you when you look at the story and when you go through it, not only did like he got some of the small stuff wrong. Mhm. Right? Mhm. Like when he was when he was leaving his country, yep. Right, and again he took his brother's son Lot. Yep. You look at that and you go, well, you know, obviously that was you know he was being disobedient, mm-hmm. but in the realm of things to be disobedient right. with. Okay, so we brought somebody with him. Right. Like, is it that big of a deal? But at the same time, when he did that. Mm-hmm. Not only was it wrong, but he also didn't recognize himself mm-hmm. that it was wrong, nor did God really correct him on it. He didn't call him out and make a big deal about it. Right. Just went, kept kept moving forward, kept moving along. And I think what's so interesting about his story is it's not just this, you know, continual screw up, mm-hmm. right? It's not one mistake after another, after another, after another. He makes a couple mistakes, and then um, I think it's Melchizedek offers him land and money and all of these things, mm-hmm. and he turns it down. Yes. And he's like, no, 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 my, my God will, will supply. He's made promises to me. I will trust in him. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the next story, he goes and makes another mistake. Yes. And it's this, <clears throat> it's so easy to look at life and go, you know, when I'm a screw up, I'm a screw up. And when I'm not, I'm not Mm. right. When I'm doing things right. And when I'm doing things biblically, everything's great. Right. And Abram's life, especially in these, you know, 25, 26 years Mm -hmm. are a really good example of real life. Yes. Right. Of he's trying to do right. 
And then sometimes he screws up and does wrong. Yeah, he and he doesn't realize and that he he's wants even doing to be wrong. obedient. He want he he thinks he has fully put his trust in the Lord. Yeah. He's convinced he's put his trust in the Lord. You know, even to the point, I mean, and he takes things into his own hands. Yeah. You know, he he knows that the promises God gave him are true. Mm-hmm. He's also trying to figure out how to make those promises <laughs> come to pass with on his own. Well, and I think that, gosh, <laughs> not that I've never put two and two together, but wow, I, I don't know if I fully put two and two together on that one. Mm-hmm. God has these promises for him and they're really big promises. Yeah. Right. He's got a word from the Lord that is groundbreaking for the world that holds true today right right but like but yes he's the father of many nations yes he will inherit the earth like his descendants will inherit the earth mm, completely yes. like i've had some good words over me you've had some good words mm-hmm. over you not to that level at all no <laughs> it's no it's crazy and then he's wanting a son because he needs offspring right so that that can come to pass yes because you can't have more descendants than, you know, grains of, of sand, right? If you don't have any offspring. If you don't have any offspring. Mm-hmm. So he and his wife are trying to get there, mm-hmm. right? They're trying to put some, for lack of a better term, some work to their faith. Right. Right. And then they come up with this harebrained scheme that yeah. is definitely not what God had planned. No. Right. To go and have a child with the maid. Yep. If you were confused about that, that is not the way to do it. No, no, it's um, not. Mm-mm. Just a little helpful hint. Nope. But they go and do it because they're trying to help. Yeah. And God doesn't strike them down. Nope. Right? He doesn't... God he doesn't, doesn't take the promise away from no, them. No. And they don't even recognize that at that point. Right. That that was on the table. Yeah. Right? But they go through all this work and these years of waiting and they get to the point where they're like, obviously God needs some help. Yeah, because it was 75 when he gave the promise. Mm-hmm. So when they decided to help, he Abraham Abram was 80, 86. 86. So it's been 11 years, mm-hmm. right? Time goes in between promises. Just because you get a promise today or a prophecy today doesn't mean, yeah. you know, you get it tomorrow. Perfect example, sidebar there. So they go and do that. Yes. Right? And... Again, God doesn't punish that, mm. right? They move on from there and get further along. And then they get to the point where they finally see the manifestation of that promise in Isaac. Yeah. Right? And they have Isaac. And <clears throat> and at it, that point, Abram was 99 years old. And it makes me wonder how much faster Isaac would have come Oof. if they hadn't helped so much. Right. Right. And and I, I look at that in terms of so many other aspects of, of our walk, mm-hmm. right? And go, how often have we not trusted God fully? Yeah. We trust God and we trust God when in, when somebody asks us, Oh, I'm believing the Lord. In words. I'm believing the Lord for a spouse. Yeah. But I'm swiping on Tinder every day. 
or whatever app is out there. I have no idea. I'm assuming <laughs> it's still Tinder. Um, or Christian Mingle or f- whatever else is out there. Um, you know, I'm 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 going out on speed dating things. I'm doing all these things. I'm helping the Lord. I'm just without asking him yeah. if it's the kind of help he wants or if it's the direction you should be going. Right? Without yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's I'm believing God for a new job. And instead of checking indeed, mm-hmm. right? And seeing just seeing what's out there mm-hmm. and maybe applying, you're trying to call in favors. You're trying to push it. Right? If you've got a child that is not walking with the Lord, and you're praying and believing that they're going to walk with the Lord, how often are you praying and believing mm. versus calling your friends and being like, you know what, the next time you see Joe, would you would you drop a hint that he needs to get back to church? Right? There's, there's a balance between trying to, you know, adding work to your faith. Right. Right. You can't just sit back and go like, I'm believing God for a million dollars. Or, or, you know, put whatever you want in there, right? Yeah. And go, oh, I'm believing the Lord. I'm No, I'm believing the Lord. Well, you don't have a job. Right. Right? Like, there, there is an aspect of putting work to your faith, but there's also a, I don't want to say a line, but a line. And, right? And I'm going to say, you know, I think this is something we all struggle with. We want to believe the Lord wholeheartedly with everything that we are, but we also think he needs help. <laughs> but yeah. Or or our mind mm-hmm. tries to take over and we let it. Again, we all do it. This is not like a, I'm pointing because me too. Um, but you too. But anyway, sorry. Hate the band. Oh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I like Easter eggs. Though. See, now. It's all good. Did you no, lose your train of thought? A little bit. Sometimes it happens. It's fine. Um, no. So what I was going to say, we all have this where, you know, we want these things and our heart so much wants to trust God mm-hmm. and just hold on to that trust. And then our brain thinks, well, I do trust him, but if I did A, B, C, and D, it might just move the process along a little bit faster. Yeah, we get a little closer. We get a little bit closer because, you know, we know better than he does. Um, and we think like that without realizing it. And this is kind of what's going on with Abram mm-hmm. throughout all, all of these, these scriptures. We know that he loves the Lord and he trusts the Lord because that's very evident. But we also see that he's like, you know what? He hears what the Lord's saying and, and he's definitely trying to do it, but he's not doing it exactly right. Or he's taking things into his own hands, but Eventually, this is a 24-year journey. So obviously there's growth mm-hmm. and he keeps pressing in and God's promise still holds. God never takes his promise away. Sorry, I talked my hands a lot. God's promise is never taken from him. And yeah. Abram keeps pressing in and keeps walking. Walking out his faith. Walking out his faith. And then finally, when Abram is 99 years old, so this mm-hmm. started at 75 Um, so it says when Abram was 99, I'm going to read, it's going to be easier. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I am almighty God walk before me blameless. And I will make you a covenant between me and you. And it will be exceeding. It will, and will multiply and exceedingly screw that up a little bit, but you get the point. 
But this is like the third or fourth or fifth time that God's been like, here's my promise to you. It holds true. And this is the part that gets me. Then Abram fell on his face. There was a humbling. There was Mm -hmm. almost a moment of fully recognizing and coming to himself where he's like, oh my goodness. He had a come to Jesus moment. He did. He had a major come to Jesus moment. And it said, and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you. Mm -hmm. Yet again, promise is still true. And you shall be a father of many nations. No, and this right here, this is where he's changed from this moment forward. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations, and I will make you exceedingly fruitful and will make nations from you and kings shall come from you. So there was... Mm -hmm. Simply put, a come to Jesus meeting, but he was walking out his faith over 25 years. Stumbling, failing, getting back up. Yep. Whether he knew it or not. Right? Yep. Walking, pushing forward, keeping keeping his eye on the Lord. On the promise, yeah. Keeping his eye on the promise. But it wasn't until this point, 25 years later, where the fulfillment of it could come to pass because he got to a point where he, where God needed him to be. Mm -hmm. He tried to help along the way, but God needed him to be... To get to that stage. To get to that point, to be fully committed, to not have the... To have the heart be in charge and not the head. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so often we'll see people who make a bad head decision even though their heart... Yeah, is in the right spot. Is in the right spot. Here's also the thing. We can't we can't make that heart decision for people. Oh gosh, no. That heart decision needs to come within them. And so often we may want to try to be that heart change for people. We invest in people's mm-hmm. lives. Yep. You know, we we reach out, pray for them, believe for them, pray believe for them, believe them, them, encourage them, strengthen them, yep. fight with them. But you have to get to that point where it's it not not only is it real to you, but it's you own it, mm-hmm. right? And we do. We we talk about ownership a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. But this is that same thing. You have to own it yourself. Mm-hmm. And we, as you know, leaders in the church, we as just a married couple, it, parents, yeah, like we want the best for our kids, mm-hmm. right? We cannot will the best for our kids in no. them Mm-mm. as much as we'll try. Yeah. Right. We want, we've got friends that are serving the Lord. We have friends that aren't serving the Lord. We have friends that are somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Right. We can't will them to have a better relationship or a real relationship or a trusting relationship yep. with God. We want to, but we can't. And again, Abrams or Abraham is the perfect example. Yeah. Because God could have made everything easy for him. He could have slapped him back into line every time he screwed up, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Because if he did, he never would have learned anything and he never would have got there. Well, and also, if it was just <clears throat> also on, on the flip side, if it was mm-hmm. a do this and he just did it, do this and he just did it, and he was that puppet along the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, it, it's the whole, it's the whole free will side. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, you, you look at Abram, Abraham, you look at that trajectory of life, mm-hmm. right? And when he did get to that point, 
because God gave him a lot of, um, like checkpoints to essentially get through, mm-hmm. right? He had a lot of things in his life that he had to work through. Yeah. Once he got there and they got the promise, mm-hmm. I, th- I think most Christians think that once they get to wherever they feel God wants them to be, that everything is going to get easy, right? And Abraham's, his journey to this point wasn't necessarily incredibly difficult, but it also wasn't easy, right? right? Like it took a lot of faith. I know, I know quite a few people who are quite connected to God who, and again, I'm just going to say it very incredibly bluntly, two, three years of trying to have kids and it doesn't work mm-hmm. and they've stopped believing. Or people right? who aren't, haven't found a spouse yet. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't want to say they give up, but they, they kind of give up. Right. God doesn't want they, it. They, they help. Yeah. They help along. They, yeah. they're not waiting. <clears throat> they're not waiting for the person. They don't person. have the patience. Yes. They don't have the patience and the perseverance, the perseverance to get to that point. It took him 26 years to get there. Yeah. Right. And then when they finally get there and they finally step into those promises and then they have Isaac. Yeah. Right. And I just, I can't have a story about Abraham that doesn't bring up Isaac. Go. Um, It's fine. But then they get there and they have Isaac and you look at the faith that he has. And again, this is part of, I'd argue the main reason he's in the faith hall of fame is because of this. Mm -hmm. He gets to that point where, you know, again, you got to look at the, the trajectory of his walk. Yeah. Right. Where we first really get to know him is him being asked to go on a trip by yourself. Yeah. Which is pretty simple and pretty self-explanatory, and he screws it up. Yeah. Right? Right. Yep. And he brings his nephew. Mm-hmm. And I have nephews, and I, you know, I'd, I'd take Austin somewhere, but there's a lot of times that kid would annoy me, <laughs> and hopefully he's listening so he'd hear it. Um, <clears throat> and now we'll know if he's not. <laughs> but... You know, it's honestly easier to travel by yourself. Yes, it is. Right? Like, that's where he was. But then when he gets to the promise and he has his son and he has Isaac, God asks him to do arguably Uh, the impossible. Yep. Right? And you can see how far he's grown because he does it. Willingly. Willingly. Without any major trepidation. Knowing wholeheartedly that, that no somehow, <laughs> yeah, no, but also knowing that somehow, some way, God's promise still holds. So if God's promise holds, well, he's going to raise him from the dead or he's going to. But he doesn't know that. But he doesn't know that. Yeah. But he he just knows God's promises are true. This is how committed he yep. is to who his God is. When he gets to that point, that's where he's at. So when God asks to do, us to do things, it doesn't always make sense. And that's probably why in yep. the beginning, kind of screwed up a little bit. Yeah. Because it didn't fully make sense. It's a, or it wasn't meant to, he didn't really take it seriously. It just, he, he is that, again, there, there's a reason he's in the faith hall of fame mm-hmm. in Hebrews, but it is, I don't think enough Christians look at Abraham and see themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think if you can, if you can take a lesson from this, it's that 
God meets you where you're at. Mm-hmm. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to get there. And he knows you're going to screw up. You're going to drop yeah. the ball. And if you'll stick with it, if you'll keep the faith, yep. if you'll fight the fight, yep. those promises are there and you'll get there. Yep. So many Christians, their energy level mm. for fighting that fight wanes so quickly. It And it can be hard sometimes. No, no. <sighs> we go through it ourselves. Yeah, we do. Like I've had a rough week this week and it has been... It's been a challenge. Yep. And when we started talking about specifically this mm-hmm. show, it reminded me of, you know, again, the fact that we, we just have to keep fighting. Yeah. Which is what we tell each other all the time. Yes, we do. Um, we don't fight the way you're thinking, but like. Um, fight through life. Yes. Um, there are so many ridiculously good gems in Abraham's story mm-hmm. that are simplistic. Yeah. Which is what I love about it. That are so relatable. They're so relatable. And it's just, it's what I love about it so much Mm -hmm. is that, again, so many people look at the big figures in the Bible and they put them on the pedestal because they only think about the one or two things. Mm -hmm. So anytime you bring up Abraham to someone, they bring up Isaac. Right. 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 And (laughs) he screwed up so much before he got there. Yeah. Right. And he had a journey. It's it's such a good if we can remember that as Christians, as as churchgoers, that this is you know, this is the story of one of the key people in the mm-hmm. Bible. And he's just like every one of us. Yep. Right? There are no perfect people other than Jesus in the Bible. Yep. Right? But we focus so much of our time on just those little pockets when they were really good, mm-hmm. when they were doing all the right things. Right. And Abram's the father of many nations. Yeah. And, you know, I, he was a screw up at the start. It took him a long time to get there. Yeah. And then when he got there, not like, again, the battle still got harder. They got bigger. They got stronger. But he was also stronger. He was more better equipped to he fight was, them. That's what I was just going to say. He yep. had, he was better equipped to be able to go through because God is always going to push you further and yep. God always has more for you. In every battle that kind of comes in front of you, I probably preach this to myself right now, but every battle that goes in front of you, it can either break, break you down or it can get you to a point to build you stronger for what is next to come. Mm-hmm. But what what is next to come? Although the mat- battle may be bigger, the rewards also bigger too. Yep. And God's promise will always hold true. He will always be there for us. He never gives us more than what we can handle, right? But through it all, we need to keep fighting forward, moving forward, growing mm-hmm. stronger every single day. Yeah, repent and move on. Repent and move on, and choose to be obedient. One of Don's favorites, which has become one of mine with the kids, with obedience comes blessing, mm-hmm. right? But through this journey, there were 25 years to which God gave a promise, to which then the promise was fulfilled. And then the story kept going. Yeah. But just because you haven't seen your promise yet, just because you may have screwed up, mm-hmm. 
doesn't mean that God doesn't still have a plan, a purpose, and promise for you. So repent, yeah. move on, and fight to be obedient. And when you do screw up, because it's going to happen, go through that again. Repent, move on. I mean, aim not to do it again, but mm-hmm. we're not perfect. We're never going to be, but we can strive to be more Christ-like. We can strive to be obedient you know, and we can strive to yep. listen to what the Lord is telling us yep. and trusting in him. I think that's a big one. We so much want to do things ourselves, but we really need to be able to put our trust in him, knowing that he's got this all sorted out and figured out. Yeah. Yep. So, well, you've been talking, might as well wrap it. Okay. So, um... You don't know how to wrap it, do you? Anyway, so yes, I do. Shut <laughs> Anyway, again, this is just something because I've been studying it so much um, for the kids in Ken Church, and we've been talking about it, um, just kind of the parallels of the story and life. And what I know I've gone through and what I've seen other people go through, it really kind of has kind of just been in my heart um, that we do. We need to fight for obedience. We need to know that we are going to screw up. But even when we do screw up, repent and move on and god's promise is still there yep. and he always knows better than we do so i know that's a hard one um but he does so this again just to be encouraging and um know that you've never done something that is not forgivable and to that to a point where you can't repent turn your heart towards god but yep. remember with abraham it got to the point where he fell on his face and it was a 25 year journey. And that is when God finally changed his name from Abram to Abraham. And, you know, we're supposed to be new creatures, new creatures in Christ. And that's what he wants to do for us. So seek him, try to put him first. Um, and just know that he's got this figured out. And when you screw up, remind yourself of that. Um, but we just want to thank you for joining us this week and um, letting us kind of share at least share what's on my heart. I mean, we've had some conversations about this too, but this has just kind of been on my heart recently. Um, but so thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know all the places we're at. I know, we're I was on, gonna say you don't we're know on YouTube. Um, <laughs> find, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, all the social media, plat- no, the podcast platforms. Oh, very good. Yes, yeah. um, and majority it, of them. The majority of them. If if there's we're one, we're on Apple and Spotify, and yeah, and if and there's one in, you like, like that, we're not on. Let, let us know. Him know, and yeah, he we'll can take care fix of it. it. But again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, when you are on those sites, please subscribe, please like, uh, and again, send questions in for our uh, AMA episode yes. that we're we're looking at doing soon. Um, other than that, we will see you next week. Thanks for watching. Bye now. Or listening. Or listening, or yes. Whatever.